welcome to Girls Just Wanna Fly.
Hey, Denise. Hey, Jade. How are you tonight? Oh, I screwed up. <laughs> you screwed up. I had the outro as the intro, and oh boy, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> anyway, well, your intro was really good. Just when I think your intros can't get any better, you do another good one. So they just get harder and harder, though. Sometimes. Well, so. you, you got it though. That's it. <laughs> but I want to thank Pitbull and Shakira for that one. That was a good one. I like them. So anyway, what's the weather like for you? Have you been flying? Haven't. This weather, thunderstorms, electrical storms, terrible. I thought nothing happened in Mississippi. Oh, we get lightning. We get thunder and rain, lots of rain. It's just okay. a bad time of the year. All so, right. So you're like just, monsoon season, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So right. just as soon as we can get off the ground, we will. Hmm. So... No flying yet, though, since you've been up here? Nope. Mm -mm. Dang, girl. No. It's all ready to go. <laughs> Good. All right. So <clears throat> I tried talking Eric into being on the show tonight to fill in for Hot Buttered Steve, but it's calmer than calm. As you can see, the flamingo behind me. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the lake behind us is smooth as glass. So he's like, I'm out. <laughs> he says he's going to try to do a flyby. So he told me to, to come out and do the show outside. So we'll maybe hear and see him, probably hear him more than anything. Anyway, I would like to introduce you, Dewees, and everybody that's in the show watching and um, going to be watching on um, um, the podcast. Oh, you, you want to tell them where Hot Buttered Steve is? Oh, Yeah. Um, Hot Buttered Steve decided that uh, it was more important to go flying tonight. So he's like, don't be mad. And I'm like, heck no, go fly. So I'm happy for him. Yeah. So he says he doesn't get many of those days and he's starting to get into that slump of not being around um, his paramotor flying friends and he needed to lift his spirits up tonight. So hopefully he's flying safe. Yeah. All right. So this couple that is on. You've met her before if you were watching the show the night we did the EAA show. In the beginning, we had a gal, her name is Maceo, and she was introduced to me by, if you guys remember a while back, I had a paraglider on from California, and her name was <clears throat> Bonnie or Bonita Hobson. She is friends with this couple, and they were actually at EAA. So I was able to meet uh, both Maceo and her husband, Takeo. So they are on. Let's say hi to them. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. I got it right, didn't I? <laughs> All right. So you guys are both hang gliders, correct? Yep. All right. So who started first? Uh, I started first in uh, 2013. 2013. Okay. All right. And Maceo, how long have you been flying then? I've been flying for six years, almost seven years. Wow. Yeah, getting closer okay. to seven years. Now that picture of you and Bonnie in the paraglider that was your first time you got to paraglide? Yes, absolutely. That was a you, blast. 
<laughs> I had a good switch? time. Are you going to start a new sport? Uh, I would say no, because I'm, yeah, I, I'm keep telling uh, people I'm clumsy. I'm clumsy as can be. Uh, you have no idea how, uh, how much time I have to spend on training hill to get the first rating for hang gliders. Um, I don't think I have that kind of uh, physical ability to be able to fly different kind of wing. But uh, if I'm out of shape and I, I cannot run anymore to fly hang gliders, I would consider to switch. And that's one thing you and I talked about was I remember somebody saying that hang gliders, you have to actually be pretty tough and um, go through a lot of stuff. So what's the hardest part about hang gliding? Uh, carrying a big wing on your shoulder uh, oh. with yeah, heavy harness. Uh, harness is not that heavy if you carry it itself, uh, but when you put it on and then carrying a hang glider together, feel like yeah, dragging whole earth with me. So All what right. is what is that frame made out of? Is it aluminum or? Yes, they are aluminum. Aluminum? Um, yeah, and. A, uh, partially, if you go to higher um, performance gliders, uh, carbon. Carbon? Partially okay. carbon. Um, yeah, but mainly uh, aluminum no. tubes. Okay. Um, let's see. Gladys Lupke is asking, what got Takeo into hang gliding? That's an interesting story. Um, so... Uh, it's, I'm going to try and shorten up a, what is going to be a long story. But... Um, <laughs> What comes down to is, is uh, when I was a kid, um, my parents used to watch Japanese language TV because we're immigrants, of course. Um, and there was a hang glider doing um, aerobatics on the one of the bulletin board page or bulletin board um, uh, slides, right during the commercials. Um, later on, I watched the Discovery Channel uh, special on somebody, who, uh, a female African American hang glider competition pilot, and having her. Uh, explain like what it is to go up and lift and fly into thermals and stuff like that. Uh, when I was in my 20s, I moved to San Diego, saw hang gliders in person for the first time, and I did nothing with that information for the next 12 years. Uh, one of my friends took a Groupon for a hang glider lesson. They paid half price. I called up the shop and asked if there were any Groupons available. They said no. I paid full price for a lesson. Uh, they quit after one lesson. And I kept going. So that's the short story of a, of a long saga. Interesting. And your friend is still not into the sport? Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, like, they, they were a one-day thing. And uh, <laughs> occasionally occasionally they'll send me messages like, hey, like, hey, you're like really into this stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of, it takes over your life as you'll, as every aviator really knows, right? Once you start, it's like, it, it absorbs pretty much every corner of your life, so. Right. So Wendy Weaver wants to know, um, on the intro, what were you flying with the engine on it? It looked like a plane or some kind of a, an experimental aircraft. So what was that? Uh, do we want to get into that here? Okay. So it's a, uh, uh, in addition to flying hand clutters, I also fly airplanes and um, I'm flying a uh, American champion super decathlon. And uh, I, last year I just got into competition aerobatics. So I'm a, like a very low level uh, beginner competitor in aerobatics. Um, what can you tell us a little bit about that airplane, about that aircraft? So um, it's a, a tandem seat, two seat 
um, airplane, except in most airplanes you're used to, you sit, you sit side by side, right? Right next to the person that you're flying with, sort of like she's sitting next to me. But in this case, it's literally tandem. So you have a person in front, you have a person in back. It's aerobatic rated, which means it's good for 6Gs um, positive and 5Gs negative. Um, that particular airplane, the engine will continue to run just fine, if it, even if it's upside down. Um, so it's a, it's also a tail dragger. So air, most airplanes you see have uh, two wheels in the back and a little nose wheel in the front, what we call tricycle gear. Um, this airplane has two wheels in the front and a really little wheel in the back, which makes it a little more difficult, and a little bit more challenging to fly. Um, and so you've got all this combination of like, it's not a typical shape. It's not, none of the systems are the same. And um, also it's a little bit more difficult to fly. And then you're flying in an environment that's a little bit more difficult to fly than most people who fly airplanes. So um, I guess I just have to do it differently than everyone else. Hmm. That's interesting. So I'm trying to get to your, you have a YouTube page because um, people will be interested to see. Um, Let me see if I can put, I'll just post you the link for it. In fact, I should have just given it to you earlier. Oh, I had it on here and. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, yeah. Wendy, uh, Wendy, the Explorer said, congratulations. That's very cool. Thank you. <laughs> it is very cool. In the so, video, it was, it was pretty awesome watching those rolls. Yeah. <laughs> and then he told me at Oshkosh, I'll take you for a ride. Uh, no, take Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I just posted it to the to the internal yep. chat. You can feel free to post it, it wherever you, you like. I will try to pull it up here in a second, and I'll try to share it as quick as I can here. Just bear with me. Yeah, my YouTube channel is a little bit of a mishmash, um, basically, because I started off doing model airplanes, and then I went to hang gliding, and then I took up GA, and so basically, it's really the the channel is really there for friends and family to see the the videos that we make um and um, in terms it's not really geared toward toward an external audience although i have it public hmm. bonita hobson says hi uh to messiah i am here just landed between bursts of fog here at the coast hi jaden deweese I told her she better come on and at least say hi. <laughs> hi, buddy. Hi. What a good friend. <laughs> so she she pulled enough G's to get me uh, having to use the uh, the straining maneuver. So I'm gonna have to throw her in the back and pull some pull some G's and see what she's up to. <laughs> I am like having issues on. Do you guys have a share button on your end? Uh, yeah. I do. Can you go to your um, YouTube page and? Sure. Stand by can... one. Oh, I think I, it's slowly coming up. Okay. Okay. You got it? Yes. I just got to okay. do the share. Um, all right. So this is Takeo's page. And we got. What do we want to see? Do we want to see airplane or do we want to see hang gliding? Maybe you should pick my uh, our Viado Bravo trip. Oh, this Which is one boring. is that? This is for, this is for uh, okay. airplane stuff. So back out one. Which one go should down to, Yeah, the Viado Bravo one. So scroll. Uh, uh, it's actually right. It's the second from the left on the top. <laughs> 
It says V Vale de Bravo. There you go. Uh -huh. That's our trip to Mexico. Okay. Hey, I love your t-shirt. A phrase that's music to every apparel decorator's ears. We're
I'm going to stop this for a second. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So I don't know if we've got a paramotor flying by or if it's a motorcycle. I think it's paramotor. <laughs> Let's see if we can see him. There he is. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, Goose, but it's time to buzz the tower. <laughs> Can we guess who that is? <laughs> I'm going to stir up the neighborhood a little bit. I'll sit back for a second. There he is. Nice. You've got to hold a coffee coffee cup. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to get it on this single screen. <laughs> it worked. We saw him. I, I could hear the echo through the, the trees, and I couldn't tell if it was a motorcycle on the other side of the house or him. All right, so we have a couple of questions during that. Um, first, D. Bartz wants to ask, where do you hang glide in San Jose area? I worked there for 30 years, so I know the area. Good. Uh, so we have several uh, from San Jose. Uh, one of the closest one is Edelabun Park. And uh, next to it, there is a Mission Peak. So there are two sites. And Edelabun Park is pretty good site for beginners to advanced people. Uh, that's a great training site. Uh, we have flatland and also 50 foot, 150, 300, 600, and 70, 50. So that's a very good progression uh, to practice, uh, get training. Uh, we have hang gliders and paragliders together. Uh, it's a pretty good community. Uh, we always have interaction uh, between two big communities it's not big but yeah communities <laughs> yeah um yeah so those two sites and if you drive one hour from here um we have Fort funston that's a coastal site and then if you go to south uh there is a another coastal site uh called uh, marina beach so we can fly at the yeah, coastal and then go to north for one hour. Uh, there is another site uh, called Mount Tam. Um, you launch from mountain and you land on the beach, uh, Stenson Beach. Uh, that's another pretty site to fly. So you have a lot of selections of where you can go and fly. That's pretty nice. Yes. Uh, we have six sites within an hour, and I think we have 12 sites within two hours. Well, that's great. So Gladys wants to know, did you, when you traveled to Mexico, did you have to take your own gear or did they supply it? No. Um, uh, well, we brought our harness and a helmet and the rest of it was rented. Uh, accommodation, transportation, uh, transportation from our, um, where we stayed to launch and landing zone to hotel. Um, those are all arranged and, and hang gliders. Uh, they have variety of hang gliders, sizes and performance. So you can pick one that you like. So you didn't have to worry about customs. No. Oh, that's no. Good. 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 No, except this last one, we tried to bring a glider home and the airline wouldn't take it. Oh, 
too big. <laughs> yeah, we had to come up with alternate means. Yeah. Bonnie, talking about, is that some of the parks that you mentioned? Yep, precisely the, those two. All right. Okay, um, let's see. Maceo, let's talk about a little bit about you. Um, hey. <laughs> I've got your Facebook pulled up for videos, and I've got Instagram. Which one did you want me to go to? Oh, let's go to Instagram. Okay. I've got kids down at the end of my driveway, and they're, I don't know what they're doing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're chasing Eric or... What the heck? It looks like I got an army coming down my driveway. Is it your local JRTC unit? I have no idea who that is. Visitors. Oh, uh, it's a Humvee. Oh, it's the high school boys wanting to buy football cards <laughs> or sell football cards. <laughs> All right, I'm going to quick share this. Um, they're going to be surprised when they see it's me because I teach at the school. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Share screen. I got to find Maceo's. How long have you been flying, Maceo? Six years. Six? Yes. All right. What do you want me to select? Um, the one in the middle. Um, yeah. That's the landing at Fort Funston. A little bit low visibility day. Wow. Yeah, I've been working on this approaching landing in this glider, particular glider. Cool. I'm going to put myself on mute for a second. Looks a little rough. <laughs> Actually, the air is quite smooth. It's just that she's trying to fly it really precisely. So there's a lot of um, uh, you know, so a trying to make a precise. Yeah, oh, you're trying to get to a precise target. You want to make every little one, every little like adjustment so that you make it. But um, actually, because it's coastal air, it's actually quite quite smooth most yeah. of the time. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Those boys were <laughs> selling their football cards and that fancy thing. I think that's just so graceful how you guys land like that. Yeah, it takes some practice. What's the hardest part? Landing or taking yeah, off or flying? Both, uh, I would say both of them. Uh, both have different um, difficulties for me. Uh, on launch, um, mental uh, stress is yes yeah more um more difficult and uh, landing i think uh physical but both okay. of them when you are focused um in the right uh, mind of set uh, set of mind then uh, both of them go well then when your mind is not with your body um oh this one is actually uh one of our local pilots uh legion oh. yeah he's having fun <laughs> yeah i would i would echo that um like launches is like 
you have to control a variety of factors. Basically, it takes intense focus to make the next six to eight seconds from the time you launch or from the time you take that first step to the time you're in the air uh, go perfectly. Yeah, it's a perfect example. The Scarlet, young Scarlet there. Mm. She's like 22, 5, 1, and 100 pounds probably soaking wet. And she's actually a really good pilot. So is that best to be smaller in this type of sport? Also? No. Um, so this is the this, this is the thing. Um, I like to make the point that um, given a, a parent, like if I take two pilots, one male, one female, generally, and this is a generality, of course, it's not the case for everyone. But if you have the same level of apparent skill, the female is probably going to be about 30 to 4% better because the equipment's uh, made for guys mostly. So yeah. there's a, they, because of the arm span and weight um, disparity, like they're at a fairly significant disadvantage, but you know, it's just like everything else. You can beat it with training and, and, and technique. So um, it's uh, it, it actually helps to be tall and thin, which okay. like a lot of our friends who are top hang glider pilots are. Okay. I can't make that one bigger, so. Yeah. I should just link you to our beginner page. Anyway, you guys can see Maceo's page. Then this is on Instagram if you want to follow her. What kind of wind can you fly in with those? You want to take that? Oh, yeah. Um, I fly mainly two kinds. Uh, one is Falcon. It's a single surface glider um, for the a wind. Um, zero to up to 20. Uh, if I go sporty, 25. Okay. Yeah, I've flown to you know, 42, but 42 is pretty, it's pretty dangerous to launch in. So probably like a practical maximum would be like 35. If it's 35, it's pretty sporty. Okay, nope. so if you go into the bio and Maceo, the last sentence, it says that Maceo, you can always pick her out because she's in the traffic cone orange construction <laughs> wing is that is that your thing yes uh i need to be seen okay yeah i i am not that good pilot so <laughs> i need everyone's attention don't tell me you didn't see me <laughs> my glider is unmistakable <laughs> you got the little no, it's so bright that like if I point my iPhone at it, my iPhone cannot it like it blurs the edges exactly because it's so bright. Um, the factory guy said that they had to assemble it with the lights off. Oh geez. So Karen up wants to know why did you choose um, um, hang gliding versus paragliding? Uh, Actually, paragliding didn't come up to my option uh, when I started because um, Takeo started hang glider first. Then I didn't look into any other options. So uh, I, I'm originally from Japan. Uh, in Japan, uh, especially where I'm from, uh, hang gliders, paragliders are not that option uh, never seen. I had never seen that kind of sport before. And uh, even uh, after I came to the US, I, I had never seen it before either. Uh, when Takeo started hang gliding, oh, okay, well, that kind of sport, 
was ex existed. So, <laughs> okay, um, yeah, he looks fun. Oh, actually, I was uh, with him on the very first his hang gliding lesson um, with his friends uh, who took lessons with Groupon and he paid full price. Um, I was on that day and I couldn't get up early enough to take ground school. So I sat on my butt for three years uh, watching him having fun flying around. And finally, I picked it up. <laughs> uh, I got tired of being a driver. So. <laughs> yeah, so uh, paraglider, uh, paragliding was not my uh, knowledge. It, 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 I didn't know it at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it was uh, really the prone body position, the maneuverability. That I mean, it's like I've been... Uh, before I got into hang gliders, I was a model airplaner for almost 30 years, right? Um, it's like I wanted something that f pretty much flies like an airplane, which it does. Um, there, obviously, there's some significant differences, but in terms of like how I operate a hang glider, I fly my hang glider pretty much the way I fly an airplane. In terms of like how the inside of my head works, so that's what the appeal was over here, and so basically that's how that this influence happened. So... Are there any? Oh, I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you I was go. just going to ask if there are any license requirements for hang gliding. There isn't. So hang gliding is operated under Part 103, just like you guys are. Um, so uh, there is no license, no medical, no training required, no airworthiness certificate, no inspection requirements for the for the for the glider. Now that being said, you all know it's aviation. So if you try and do it without any kind of instruction, you're probably going to kill yourself. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that's just the bottom line. Um, so, uh, but what happens is, is a lot of sites in the U.S. are regulated by the U.S. Um, or the the site owner um, delegates the responsibility of maintaining um, ratings and stuff like that or, or skills um, up to a certain level and maintaining insurance to the U.S. Paragliding and Hang Gliding Association. So uh, in order to fly those sites, you have to have a, what's called an USPA rating, right? So the ratings go one through four, actually zero through four, actually zero through five, but the practical ratings are zero through four and they each represents a certain skill level. Certain sites like Ed Levin Park is a good example. You, you, you need to be a hang two to fly the top of the mountain there, right? Um, Fort Funston, you need to be a hang three to fly there. Mission Peak, you need to be a hang four to fly there, right? So it's uh, that's how, how that works. So it's not actually a license or a rating. Hmm. Okay. okay, so I got one question that my mom texted me. Hi, mom, hi, dad. So they want to know what is the tail or the rod on the back of the hang glider for? Um, so that's easy enough. There's the hang glider swept wing like this, right? So what happens is, is if I set it on the ground with the control frame, if that stinger tail isn't there, the tips of the ground, the tips of the wing touch the ground, right? Um, so the tail is basically there to keep the tips off the ground. Oh, okay. That's all it really is there for. Yeah. All right. Got it. Bill H wants to know if they uh, have uh, hang glider toes. Absolutely. So, um, it, and up on my YouTube channel, um, there I have examples of all three, uh, or actually examples of most of them. The only one I don't have is truck towing. So you have what's called winch toe, which is how, how I learned. Um, it's basically like a, a stationary winch on the ground. It pulls a rope and you fly up in the air like a kid running with a kite. Okay. Then there's Aerotow, where you get towed up by an airplane. Everyone, so if you ever see here to talk to you today so about if you have a, a sailplanes. 
So you have a sailplane, a sailplane gets pulled by an airplane and you and they both go up, right? Hang glider, you do that. In fact, that's what we were doing in Texas before we went to Oshkosh. Um, then you have boat tow, which is like uh, you, you a boat pulls you and you go up in the air and it has what's called a payout winch that it's just like a kid running with a kite, except he's letting the string out at the same time, right? Mm. Um, uh, truck tow is exactly like boat tow in that sense. It's basically a truck running along the ground. You have a, a it pulls a, a rope, and then the, the the glider goes up. So they're all separate skills. They all have their own like technical, um, right? Technical ratings and abilities, um, and they all have their own dangers and their own um, emergency procedures you have to learn. All right, I think I found one for you. Let me know if this is not. <laughs> well, this one is a hairy situation I found myself in early in my career. Oh, boy. You picked a doozy. So what happens there is, is if you get sideways on tow, your only escape is to release the rope, and then you, you, you're flying free. Um, in my personal case, because I'd grown up flying RC gliders, you have what's called a high start, which is basically a big rubber band. And if you let go of the glider, if it gets sideways, it will turn itself like this and then crash into the ground, turn itself back into a box of wood, right? So um, I had it in my mind that if anything happened within a certain amount of like, like the rope went a certain d distance off to the left or right, I was going to release. So what happened there was, is uh, I got, I caught, I caught a gust of wind low um, or a thermal, actually a thermal came through really low, turned me sideways. I wasn't able to correct. So I, w I went to go release. So I was able to release and, and then recover control of the glider. Okay. It looks like I have another one here. Okay. Um, Probably want to pick an Aerotow video. That's probably pretty exciting. Um, hang on. Let's see what I got here. Yeah. How's that one? Yeah, that's a surface tow, just like you have. It actually has a really neat view because you can see the cart fall away. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay, check, 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 no traffic, okay, here we go. The winch has a lot of power, so you actually climb really fast. So you can have climb rates easily up to 800 feet a minute. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty exciting, especially at first. The first. Uh, 100 to 200 feet, you kind of be, have to be Johnny on the spot. Make sure that uh, you, you release if anything starts to go wrong. Once you get up a little ways, you can kind of relax. And 
as you get to, towards the end of the toe, the rope gets more and more vertical. So instead of pulling you forward, it starts to pull you down. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty intense, but it's fun. Now you're so we, on your own. Yep, now you're in free flight. Um, this is pretty much what we do all winter. So um, because the wind direction is bad for the mountains in our area, um, we'll, we'll typically tow during the winter so that uh, we, we still get a chance to fly and keep our skills sharp, even though the it's no it's flyer, flyable nowhere else. Oh, I think Messiah's uh, linking you to all the other tow videos. <laughs> So explain how you steer. So um, what happens is, is fore aft, so basically pitch control is done pretty much exactly like a teeter-totter. You pull in on the bar, shift your weight forward, just like I'm doing right there, and uh, the, the glider pitches down. When you let the bar out or push out, you shift your weight back and then and the glider pitches up, right? Up, up until you stall the wing. When you go left or right, when you shift your weight left or right, then the the wing flexes so that uh, one side basically bows up, the other side blows down. It acts like ailerons on an airplane, so it allows you to do roll control. Um, because it's a swept wing, basically you get uh, a certain amount of roll-yaw coupling. So instead of an airplane where you have an explicit tail and you have control of each axis, roll-yaw pitch, in hang gliders, the roll-yaw is uh, is coupled. So basically they're, they're tied together. So you get a, any input will give you some roll and some yaw. And so you combine roll yaw and then some pitch, and that's what allows you to turn. JP's got a question. Do you fly with reserve chutes? Yes. Uh, in fact, uh, you can't see it in this frame, but it's on my right side. Uh, Masaya has hers on her chest. OK. And now they're I'm exactly the same chutes you guys use. OK. Wow. So when on that last video do you call that a lockout where yep. you okay yeah so lockout is kind of like um i mean i don't really want to get too much into it because it's kind of a it's a pretty detailed discussion yeah but um lockout is when you're past the point where the glider you, any input you make on the glider is going to fix the situation and so the rope is going to continue to feed you energy so the idea is, is to get rid of the rope find yourself in free flight and then fix the situation so yeah it's that's what's called a lockout Okay. And Gladys is asking, how long can you fly? How long can you fly? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, as long as my mental energy lasts and a condition cooperate. So uh, for instance, at fun for Funston, uh, when condition is good and uh, your mental and physical energy can last, you can fly as long as you want. Uh, okay. Typically, I usually fly one hour to one hour and a half uh, at Fort Funston. Uh, mountainside, uh, you have to thermal, and I get air sick from turning. So I usually fly one hour, maybe up to two hours, uh, the most, the longest, if condition is good. Um, if condition is not co cooperating, uh, it's a pure sweater. Um, for for example, uh, at Eleven Park, uh, usually seven minutes to eight minutes from the top to the bottom. 
uh, yeah. Okay. So Nick's got a question. I'm hoping he's, you guys know what this means. Yeah. <laughs> So a topless glider, so if you actually look at a picture of a hang glider, you have a, with a structure that comes out of the top of the control frame called a, a king post. A topless glider is basically a glider that doesn't have that. So it's it's a lot like a B2 bomber that you stuck a, a, a control frame under. Right? All the all the structure is actually inside the wing. How fast, how much you can you gain? You can gain a lot. Um, so, you know, I at... You know, best glide speed, which is like 30, 31, somewhere around there on, on my glider. Um, I can get something like a 11, uh, 10 to 1 or 11 to 1 glide. Uh, but those gliders can get 12 to 15 to 1 or anywhere from 12 to 15 to 1 at like almost 100 kilometers an hour. Right. So they're they're pushing like 60 miles an hour and, and, and still getting um, really good sync and, and really good glide. So uh, it, they're advanced. They're heavy. Um in terms of what we call control harmony, the difference between the the pitch response and the roll response, it's they're not they're not easy gliders to fly. Let's put it that way. Um, it would be like you going from a Toyota Camry to a F1 car, right? Um, they're they're um, they're really for experts. Maceo, where's that video that where you almost took him out? <laughs> Uh, I think that's on my Instagram. Yeah, that's his. Instagram. <laughs> okay, okay. Please go ahead and ask your question. Now, I was just going to ask. Williamsport Windwalker said, "Where's the best plate of uh, flight area you've glided at?" Best place. Mm, that's a very challenging question to answer. One. Pick one. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, Valle, Valle de Bravo in Mexico. Um, the place has a very different view uh, that I've ever seen before. Um, so mountains are very different. Uh, there are many iconic uh, mountains, peaks and lakes and valleys uh, in your site. And uh, going higher than launch is easier. So thermals are big, fat, and strong. So you turn five times, then you are up uh, 12, uh, 12K. Then you can see whole valley uh, towards the um, lake. So you can see a lake in your side. And also you have, uh, it's called Three Kings, three sharp um mountain peaks you can see uh, right next to uh, the ridge uh, where you launch from. Uh, yeah, that, that place is uh, heaven-like. You can go cross country or you can land on, uh, on the bottom. Now, there are two nice, huge LZs. One of them is an actual airstrip. So land, over, uh, land on the bottom or land out. If you land on the bottom, uh, you have two options in it. One called Pizza LZ and the other one is Piano LZ. Uh, both of them piano. So Taco LZ and a Pizza LZ. So one has a pizza place and the other one has taco place. You know, you can have food with beer. Ice cold beer right after you land. So nice. Yeah, that place yeah. you don't like. And you pay the kids 50 pesos and they pack your glider for you. Ah. 
Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's the first place I've ever been over 10,000 feet. Um, I went basically right up to th almost 13,000 feet um, in like five or six turns. Of the, it was an amazingly strong day. Mm. Uh, but that's like a fairly normal um, location or more fairly normal experience there. Um, what's more is, is that the most common or the largest hang glider manufacturer um, in the business right now just moved down there. So they're actually like in the town of Valle de Bravo. All right, I've got a, I got to minimize here, come back, share the screen. Aggressive spiraling by Maceo. I haven't found that one. Um, oh, you're talking about uh, the one where she almost takes me out? Yeah, I'm still trying to look for that one. I think that's on your other. Okay, actually, Let's I'll, go back to this one. I'll link you. Oh, yeah. This is a little too aggressive for my taste, but okay. <laughs> you had this all planned, right, Maceo? Yes. Well, a lot of people say you cannot have uh, much control when you are upright than prone position. And I am very comfortable with flying upright in this position. So oh my I have to show, you know, you have full control when you are upright. Holy Jeepers. Yeah, but the, you know, the last portion yeah. is not as graceful as I wanted to have. <laughs> I landed on my butt. She flared a little early. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't wait a second. <laughs> Maybe one second. Nice. Yeah, but I have a good excuse. Uh, the LZ has a, a little undulation. So when I, uh, where I flared was just the edge of the uh, going downhill again so instead of going a little bit further and then landing on the downhill i flared a lot of my no, nice fat fatty ass you had it under control <laughs> just showing off just tell the boys yes i can do it <laughs> they, yeah it was like so, a military so style tactical approach where you're banked up like this literally over like almost 90 degrees it's just like just hard spiral all the way down to the ground that was my question before. So can you do acro on a glider? You can. Um, uh, in fact, uh, one of our local greats, Thomas Lowe, is known to be like a, I think he's like a six-time national aerobatic champion. Wow. So, um, uh, and there are people that do it. Um, I don't primarily because like I'm, uh, like she says, I'm clumsy as well. <laughs> so um, I kind of stick to aerobatics only in airplanes. <laughs> Okay. Oh, can I ask one question before that one? Yep. Bill H wants to know what would would you do to um, start hand gliding? What would be the first thing you needed to do to get started? I mean, talk to a school and get started. This is really what it comes down to. Um, the question is, is like, I mean, I, I get a lot of this this question on uh, on my Instagram, like, how do I get started? And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so let's find out where you live, and get you hooked up with whoever you uh, you can learn from. Now, I mean. Unfortunately, we're in the position where, uh, like, the number of schools has definitely dropped in the last few years, um, and so it's not as easy as it used to be. Certainly, but um, like the 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 old Chinese phrase of the the journey of a thousand miles starting with a single step. It's like, okay, well, you want to start, go and take lessons, right? I don't suppose they have any in Southern Louisiana, any school? Uh, no, but there is one in Texas. Uh, in fact, that's where we just got back from. Is is uh, um. 
what do you call it? Uh, cowboy airplane gliding in, in Houston, Texas. Oh, interesting story. So I, I, I told you that uh, I had watched a documentary of an African-American female pilot who was flying competitions, right? Yeah. Guess who owns Cowboy Up Hang Gliding? I ran into her when I was getting into getting my aero tow rating. Okay. So I, I got to meet the very person who got me in, one of the people that got me into hang gliding. Sweet. <laughs> so if you're in southern Louisiana, that's where I would go. I would go to Cowboy Up in, uh, in Houston. That's it, Bill. There you go. <laughs> They'll take good care of you, especially if you drop my name. All right. Um, any other questions for these guys? Otherwise, I want to talk just a little bit about, and then if you guys got any further questions for the hang gliding, I want to share a GoFundMe. I don't know if some of you saw on my page today um, and also on, I think it was on paramotoring for beginners. I'm going to share this page. Um, I will read a little bit about this. I had a nice chat um, just on Messenger with, with Tanner today, and we were trying to connect also um, by video chat. And I was kind of hoping maybe he would come on the show tonight. But Tanner was involved in a paramotoring accident on August 5th. And I'm not sharing it. Actually, I'll just read this portion quick. Um, and it was out in South Dakota by Sturgis. He and I believe three other friends um, flew around the area of Sturgis during the Harley Fest. And as they were headed home um, in an open prairie area, um, he took on a, a power line. He was life flighted down to Denver to receive medical care and is currently in stable condition. Tanner is known for his huge smile, happy, bouncy step, and being a guy who is willing to do anything for the car community, specifically the drift community. Uh, these funds will be transferred to his girlfriend, Christine, who is currently at Tanner's bedside. These funds will assist with medical bills and costs associated with the accident. So um, I am going to um, post... There are two GoFundMes. Now, the first one with the 1711, um, that one has, I think, about seventeen dollars or $18,000 in there right now, but with one of his friends. And another friend that I spoke to today, he's a military pilot, and he did one because he said a lot of people reached out to him because he said most of the people on that first one were his family and they didn't think it was fair that the family was doing it and they wanted somebody to broaden it and bring it out into the, you know, the, the flying community. So the A0625FD2, if you go to gofund.me and then the forward slash with those letters, please, um, if you got a couple bucks, and I would like to share um, Tanner's message that he had, um, which a few minutes long, but I wished, I was hoping that he could have been on, on here Tanner direct. So if you guys got a few minutes, please uh, stick around and just listen to this. I'll get it to you as soon as I can here. I got so many pages pulled up, sorry. 
All right, here we go. Let's hit play, Jade. Hi, everybody. Tanner Bucket checking in. I've been here for a bit over a week now. Um, a lot that's gone on. Very, very thankful. And I'm alive. I've got working legs. I lost some fingers, though. It's I still don't have a voice yet. Still working on that. Um, it's been a long ride so far. This is a, a feeding tube, a feeding bridle. It's in my nose. I won't be able to take it out until I'm like throwing down 4,000 calories. And it's a lot, it's a lot to do with, with the feeding tube in. So it's like gonna keep me fed at night and I can eat solid foods during the day. Today's been first day of that Waffle House. It was really good. I really looked forward to it. And then Robert Chippecase was nice enough. Him and his wife stopped by and they brought me in and out burger. I think it took them over an hour just to get it for me. I'm very, very appreciative. Very thankful. Everybody's gone so far out of their ways for me. Does so much. And I can't put it into words how much it means to me. It's a lot to take in. When you wake up uh, in an ER room, I tell you, center. I didn't even think that was a, that was a burn. But I guess judging by the, the feeling in my hands, it's probably pretty serious. I pretty much just was flying back from the full, full throttle saloon. And there was four of us on paramotors just trying to make it back. We are done messing around. We had a great flight. We were up for probably an hour and a half. And gosh, it was just so much fun. That's what I like to remember about it. Um, when, I, when I was flying back,
I was flying probably 25 to 30 feet. And I think right before I stuck the power line, sorry, struck the power line, I had hit some turbulence and I had to drop down just there a bit lower. It was the very last moment that I'd seen a power line coming at me. It was a double line. Man, did it hurt. I don't have nightmares, thankfully, about how bad it hurt. But I really just want somebody to be able to do something about it. There was no marks or anything on this power line to tell anyone that it was there. We could see that there was normal power lines running along the road. And there was probably a, a 250 foot gap between each power pole. And as the road turned back and forth, the power lines would show from one side of the road across to the other. At one point, the power lights jumped and then lights attached and ran across the field that the, my buddies and I were flying across. And my brother and I used Google Earth to figure it's about 400 and 80 feet that the lines run unmarked so that any other aircraft or ultralight could get hit. That's the last thing I want. I'd really like if I know anybody at all to try to get in contact with me or Christine Meek so we could try and resolve the issue. By no means do I mean sue anyone because that's the last thing that I'm after. I just want it fixed. But we'll skip that. The rest of us. Um, by the, the third or fourth day here, I was on my feet and standing. I am so lucky that, the, that my mom and everybody else was here to visit me, and I got to hug everybody. Last Wednesday, I had five fingers amputated. I no longer have thumbs. fingers. I'm missing my left middle finger. I have my right middle finger. I don't have my right ring finger or pinky. I do have on my left hand 
Mickey. I'm my rank figure. So I got pretty lucky there. I've got burns over 20, 23% of my body. Does nothing less than hurt. I have a surgery on Thursday to get some skin on my back transferred to the front. I'm also very thankful that there's people out there that sign up to be organ donors so that I was able to have cadaver skin to cover up where all my burns were. I've got burns on my left thigh all the way down to my left almost shin. There's one burn on my left shin that burned really bad. And we had to pull muscle from my calf muscle. So unfortunately, those won't be looking as good anymore. I'll have to try and work that out. On my right leg, I got burns on the front and the back from my lower calf all the way up to right below my butt. And then, okay, same deal on the front where the electricity exited my body. I've got exoboots in my pelvic area. And then on my chest, like uh, mid-chest, all the way down to my lower stomach. It got me pretty good too with burns. I won't show you guys my fingers because I want everybody to be able to listen and view this video. I hope everybody is out there enjoying life to their fullest. Don't be taking any days for granted. All right, I better get off because I was just gonna cry. That's the last thing I want you to see me too. I love everybody. Have a good night. All right. I think he says a lot there. So if you guys got a few pennies, help Tanner out, help Tanner's family. So um, I put in the chat um, the invite for an after show. These two lovely people are willing to stick around if you want to learn a little bit extra about um, hang gliding. Um, if anybody has any other quick questions for the show, if you want to ask real quick, you can ask, but otherwise we'll shut it down. Um, Takeo, do you want to say where we can find you again on social media? Yeah. Um, so my YouTube, my Instagram or so is Silicon Valley sky. Um, and I'm sure, um, Jade will post that up. Um, I have my face. I have a public-facing Facebook page that uh, that basically mirrors all of that content. Um, 
primarily it's uh it's kind of right now it's a mishmash of a garc and um, and hang gliding um but uh i'm hoping to either organize it or split it into uh, separate channels here in the future and i'll make that announcement when that happens okay yep and in the bio in the youtube page i have a couple links in there and i also have tanner's information in there if you guys need that also for a later um information and maseo where can we find you well pretty much um Silicon valley sky has my content so if you want to see me flying, uh, go to Silicon Valley Sky. <laughs> and uh, um, well, we sit next to each other almost all the time, unless we are flying. So <laughs> yeah, uh, if you can reach uh, Takeo, uh, you are basically reaching me too. And if we're ever out in the San Jose area, we can look you up. And yes. Yeah, please do. You guys will take us for a flight or yeah we can take you on the bay tour nice. um so uh, uh we'll uh, we have it we call it the tech bay tour where we hit all the local um tech headquarters um like the apple spaceship and the facebook headquarters and then go up around the golden gate and then down um uh over oakland and then back to san jose so yeah wow okay all right i'm gonna add the link one more time if anybody wants to come on in and otherwise next week we have a paramotor instructor i believe he is one that trained at mad city paragliding with us and uh, or with our instructor and he was at our uh, northern lights fly-in so his name is sean and i'll be reaching out to him to get information from him this week so if you guys are interested, next tune in next week for, I believe his company name is Go Paramotor. But in the meantime, um, you guys keep flying safe and help, sh help Tanner out if you can. And see you next week. Bye, guys. We're caught in burning fire.